going on. Thank you so much. Been like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ, are you up? Let me check out that rig. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. My sports <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with absolutely massive news in the NFL world. Arguably the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, is out. In New England, that's a sentence. I, I knew I'd be saying it one day, but did not know when. Still shocking, though. Uh, the announcement was made earlier today. Now, when I say out as head coach, this was not a situation, at least from what we're being told. And we're going to hear from Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft in just a second. But we are told this was a mutual decision made by coach and owner today. They did not take questions, Mojo, but Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, after 24 years together, announcing it's over. Robert and I, after a you know, series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of um, you know, gratitude and celebration. I thank Coach Bill for his hard work and dedication. It'll be difficult to see him in a cutoff hoodie on the sideline, but I will always continue wish him continued success, except when he's playing our beloved Patriots. And Mojo, I think that was a, uh, there was a big clue there when Bob Kraft says it'll be tough to see him in that cutoff. That means Bill ain't retiring. He's 72. Not going anywhere. Uh, he's not going home. He is going to another organization, Mojo. And this, again, just shocking news after winning six Super Bowls in New England. He's done. Babcock, you were shocked. I was shocked. We have talked a bit about this. We said all throughout this season, the Patriots got to give Belichick a pass, right? Six Super Bowl championships? The career, the legacy he left behind turning the New England Patriots not just into a winning franchise, but a dynasty, the dynasty. My goodness, they're going to fire him after just one bad year. We both thought there was no way that would happen, and we were completely surprised by this news. I'll tell you who wasn't surprised by this news just about everybody at the Hula Bowl this morning, because Babcock right here in Orlando, Florida, the college football all-star game, the Hula Bowl was going down. And I went and I saw my old football agent, Bardia, over there with ISA Sports and chatted a bunch with the scouts and the directors of per pro personnel. There were some GMs there, uh, lots of coaches, and the word around practice was, this was not a shock whatsoever. Everyone knew Bill was on his way out. Everyone uh, doesn't necessarily think this was a mutual split. Um, of course, for a PR standpoint, you got to do it that way, right? More yeah. than thank you to Bill for everything he's done. But uh, yeah, they decided to go another way. Obviously, you you called on it. Big hint at the end, knowing that Belichick isn't retiring. He's just going no. somewhere else, which sounds yeah, kind he, of like a firing to me. So Bill Belichick, first of all, still loves football. I think that's very obvious. He is also very close to a very important record. Now, he is 
27 wins away from being the all-time win record. He is 15 wins away if you count the playoffs. Don Shula holds both of those records. Again, within striking distance, 27 wins. That's something that Bill could theoretically do. Uh, If you had two great years, you could do it. Likely something that would happen in three to four years. He has got that in him easily. So he will be somewhere, and you can believe that Bill Belichick will be coaching on an NFL sideline when next season rolls around. Now, Mojo, everyone I think in the Patriots universe, like you said, is sort of reacting to this news today. And we spoke to two people who had a a really big impact on uh, Bill Belichick's time in Foxborough. We talked to Dion Branch, two-time Super Bowl winning champion. One time, Mojo actually won the Super Bowl MVP. We had a conversation with the standout wide receiver a little bit earlier today. Here is Deion Branch on his old coach leaving town. Today's a sad day. Um, but but overall, man, I, I, I'm truly honored and blessed and very grateful to have been selected by Coach Belichick and to, to grace that field for Coach Belichick alongside with my teammates, man. Super honored and grateful, man, for everything that this man has taught myself and all my teammates. There's no, you know, they use that, that that phrase, arguably. There's no arguably. There's nothing to argue here. There's nothing to argue. The greatest coach to ever coach the game of football. I have a lot of respect for every coach that came before Coach Belichick, and I didn't play for none of them. You follow me? To do the things that he's done within this era that will never be matched again. Do you see him <laughs> coaching somewhere else next year? What's your gut tell oh, you? Oh, you better believe it. I think as the rumors start circulating, everybody was like, hey, what's going to happen? And if anything, I thought that, yeah, Bill will probably be around to coach until he get the record and then possibly may go upstairs. I've always thought that he'll always be attached to, to, to Foxborough. Is he going to coach? Yes. Is he going to be successful elsewhere? Yes. He will garnish the attention from those 53 guys in that locker room, 53 to 70 guys in that locker room. They will go out and do it the way that he wants it done, and they'll actually be successful. That I promise you. And yes, will he get that work? Yes, he will. Mojo, listening to Deion Branch talk, and you heard Deion say it right there, as a matter of fact, that he will be coaching next year somewhere else. Deion, obviously somebody who really thinks fondly of Bill Belichick. Not all of his players, though, uh, love the guy. Let's be honest. Uh, some people don't like Bill Belichick. A lot of people don't like Bill Belichick. Maybe Asante Samuel could probably count him as one of the guys in that group, Mojo. We also had a chance to talk to Asante, who liked Dion Branch, and maybe he didn't win the Super Bowl MVP, but Asante won two Super Bowls in five seasons under Bill Belichick. We also had a chance to talk to Samuel a little bit earlier today. Here is Asante. First of all, you know, let me get a congratulations. Congratulations to Bill and Tom Brady for a great career and a great 20 year run, the greatest ever. Of course, we can't congratulate Bill Belichick without congratulating Tom Brady. Y'all know that because Tom Brady is a part of, is the reason for all of that. If you're so great of a coach, how do you fall off? You didn't lose anything. You didn't lose your speed. And like I said, it's one man, one player that determined your success. So I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't give that greatness. And, and and you still had the opportunity to prove yourself that you were great and you still wasn't able to do it. So it's I guess people just want to go with the correct politically correct answer and say he's great and, and this and that. But 
It still isn't proven to me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe for you to say that Asante Samuel doesn't care much for Bill Belichick. <laughs> My goodness, bus driver over there running him right over, throwing him under the bus. Wow, but hey, as crazy as this opinion might sound, of course, Bill Belichick, the head of the Patriots for all of those wins and Super Bowl championship, you kind of can't question his coaching ability yeah, after Mojo, all that. I don't understand the argument they say, why didn't Bill win without Tom Brady? Well, it turns out you need a good quarterback to win. And if, if there's somebody out there that won a bunch of Super Bowls without a good quarterback, I mean, please enlighten me. You know, I think here's going to be the key, Mojo, and, and we're going to have a lot of time to talk about this. But uh, Bill is going to presumably have his pick of jobs here. He can go to a good situation. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to come out here to Los Angeles and to coach the Chargers. They've got a quarterback. They've got a lot of good players. I think they are ready to win now. Bill is not an L.A. type of guy. I think he could <laughs> learn to deal with it for a couple of years. I'd like to see him in L.A. with the Chargers, Mojo. I, I don't know if it happens. He's back just 24 hours after Pat McAfee declared Aaron Rodgers' talk show season was over, the QB made another guest appearance. When TMC Sports returns, find out why Rodgers returned and what Pat McAfee had to say about people accusing him of turning on the four-time NFL MVP. That's next. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hmm. 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 What's he doing in the woods? Bro. What's he doing on the I show? tried to reach out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah, say. he's not allowed on the show. He can't come on the show. I was anymore, told. Right? Yeah, we must have called the wrong person. Zeta's not come here. Different that was fake. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Deep fake. Is that a clone? Deep fake. They got cloned. Yeah. <laughs> clone. <laughs> Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, that of course was a Pat McAfee uh an AJ Hawk today on his Pat McAfee show talking about Aaron Rodgers and some of the criticism that Pat in the show has received over the last 24 hours, of course, since, and we talked about this on yesterday's show, since Pat announced that Aaron would not be on the show anymore this season. Now, they kind of cut things a bit shorter than they had in past years. And as Pat said right there, a lot of people have gotten on him. We even thought, Mojo, we thought, hey, maybe Pat's turning his back on the four-time NFL MVP a little bit. Well, Mojo, what do you know? Literally 24 hours after Pat made the announcement on Wednesday, Aaron Rodgers today called into the show uh, from vacation from somewhere in Central America, Mojo, did not discuss anything controversial. No Jeffrey Epstein or Jimmy Kimmel or COVID or Fauci or anything like that. No, Mojo, 
They simply talked football. Two absolutely massive, legendary coaches uh, stepping away from their jobs. Nick Saban at Alabama and, of course, Belichick like we just talked about. I think Mojo, and it was a short appearance, I get the feeling that this was done at least partly to show that, hey, Aaron and Pat are cool. There's no beef. The guys are friends. That was my takeaway. The reality is Aaron has no real connection to Bill Belichick or to Nick Saban. He didn't play for them, neither of them. He didn't really need to come on the show and comment on their coaching careers, but he did. I think there were ulterior motives here, Mojo. He pulled the old pro wrestling swerve. He led us one way and took it the other immediately. I had to read this twice to make sure this actually happened. I mean, we had a whole conversation about this yesterday. Like, wow, he is really throwing his guy under the bus like someone that's delivered him just so many headline uh, ratings and just just done wonders, wonders for the show to just bury him like that. My goodness, and then they set us up to knock us down today. Uh, Yeah, I think that was probably on purpose, bringing in Aaron to talk about something he was not directly affiliated with whatsoever, which, in my opinion, is is hilarious. So, yeah, clearly just a flex. Clearly it didn't matter what he was talking about as long as he was on the show whatsoever. And, uh, yeah, I guess they kind of fooled us all, right? Yeah, and look, I I don't know if Pat knew he was going to have him on today because, of course, we didn't know yesterday morning that Belichick and that Saban would be out. But when it happened, yeah, I think they saw an opportunity. And I also think this will serve as a reminder to people inside of ESPN and to football fans out there that maybe don't agree with Aaron Rodgers when it comes to some of the conspiracy theories or some of the political beliefs. But at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most physically talented, gifted football players that we've ever seen. And when he talks about football, he says some really interesting things and he has insight that not many people have. I think that that's his real benefit to the show. And I think Now I'm pretty confident that Aaron's going to be back next year. And when he comes back, I think there is uh, there's going to be a lot of excitement for the segment. Extra hype today because we are joined by wrestling royalty, not one, but two of the best wrestlers and now coaches on the planet, Natty. TJ Wilson, great to have you on the show, my friends. Oh, thank you so much for having us, Mojo. Mojo, it's great seeing you. Thank you. Good to see you, buddy. I was about to give everybody you guys' resume. It's only a 30-minute show. I'd have to go through titles and Guinness World Records and all that stuff. So I decided, <laughs> yeah, she, she's got too many. She's got too many. <laughs> decided to keep it moving. Guys, exciting time to have you guys on the show WWE Royal Rumble around the corner. Natty, I want to start with you really quick. Women's division, dare I say, it is hotter now than it has ever been. So how has that been for you? Because you're wrestling every week, but you're also locker room leader. You're coaching all the talent up. I'm going to talk about the dungeon here in in, in a little bit, but... I mean, you're doing it all. How are you maintaining that balance uh, while still simultaneously being in the ring every single week competing on global television? I mean, it's because of him. He, he's like, <laughs> no, don't play. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> TJ is obviously an incredible support system for me, but I love what I do. And it's funny because like, 
people will say to me like, oh, do you want to be a coach or do you want to be? It's like, I want to do everything. I want to wrestle. I want to compete. I want to help the girls behind the scenes in front of the, like in front of the camera. I want to work with everyone. I want to, there's so many different women I want to work with that I haven't had a chance to work with. There's things I want to accomplish. I love being able to work with women in our ring, of course, um, at the dungeon. And TJ is a huge part of that. And like, I'm just, I'm, there's just so much more that I want to do. And I'm, I'm, I feel so good. And I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to grow the way that I do in WWE and just keep growing. I think that's the biggest thing for me going forward in the new year is just to keep growing. Um, and with that being said, like, it would be so cool to be a part of this year's Royal Rumble. I haven't, as of this filming, I haven't been picked to do it yet, but I, it would be my seventh Royal Rumble. So it would, I would have been a part of every women's Royal Rumble. So let's get Guinness to get on top of that. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, we've talked a lot about all the gold you've won, the records you won, your contributions to the business. Business. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say my personal favorite thing that that you guys have done has got to be the dungeon. Your your wrestling school. Obviously, a lot of history, a lot of legacy there. Talk a little bit about the the dungeon, please. I'm just so lucky that like, you know, for us, where I started my career with TJ, we were the last students of the original dungeon, which my grandfather, Stu Hart, started in Canada, in Calgary, Canada. So we were the last students of that dungeon. So in the original dungeon, you look at Davy Boy, Dynamite, my dad, Brett, Owen, um, the list goes on and on of like really, really talented um, superstars. And so for us to be able to keep that dungeon name alive and to keep that dungeon vibe alive, um, especially be because we work so closely with the women, but not just the men, but like, I think, I think being able to give back to the men and women of WWE and this is the thing is that we're not really a, we're not really a school it's more like a private uh it's a it's a private like a workshop it's like a yeah it's like listen one day maybe maybe one day we'll, we'll it will be a school but at the moment it's like a private invite only workshop anybody that comes to our ring they, they it just i say to tj i said we just they have to be able to bring something to the table that inspires us and then in return TJ or myself, like we can, you know, pass on the things that we've learned in our journeys, which between the two of us has been between the two of us and our wrestling careers has been almost 50 years of wrestling knowledge. The people that are there, they know that it's like a judgment free zone and any critique is going to be constructive criticism. It's not going to be anything to detract or take away from anything. And the environment and the just the vibe and the almost the iron sharpens iron type of thing, especially right. as you start to see. Dawkins after you know he just starts keeps going it keeps going all of a sudden he just keeps improving he also brings this energy and he wants to see everyone else improve too Dawkins is a big big component of the dungeon, of the dungeon being go as smooth and as successful as it's been he's a big part of it and wrapping it up like I I think that what I love being able to do is taking what I've learned in the original dungeon with my family and like before I even made it to WWE I wrestled in Japan I wrestled in England I had a you know kind of a hybrid style so to be able to pass that along to Jade Cargill, to Liv Morgan, to uh, B-Fab, who B-Fab is incredible and I can't wait for her to get the chance to like shine. But Shotzi's been down there, Raquel Rodriguez. I mean, just so many so many talented women that have come and gotten the chance to work with us. And, you know, we had Billy Starks in there the other day and it was just so cool because she's so young and she loves this and she's passionate. And it just, I love, like TJ said, iron sharpens iron. So that's, you know, that's the, the name of the game is I need to feel inspired and in return, we want to inspire others and it's just our way of giving back to the industry. With you two leading the charge, uh, just to make a football analogy here, Natty, you're the Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs>
Nice you I'll are the Bill it. Belichick. The I'm Bill Belichick, Tom Brady run. That's you two wrestling royalty on the show, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was so much fun right here on TMZ Sports. Mojo, thanks so much for having us, man. You're the man. Thank you, Mojo. <laughs>